Although edited for television, tonight's thriller contains scenes of suspense and violence which may be unsuitable for young viewers. Parental discretion is advised. State-of-the-art Japanese animation. Welcome back to the Otaku Host Club Podcast. I am Amelia, and I'm always joined here with Jeff, Dan, and now Christella. Hello. 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 (laughs) Um, This is going to be kind of a chill episode today, guys. We don't have anything super special planned, except for we have a bunch of new Patreon announcements. So uh, if we want, we can just like get right into it. Yeah, that sounds good. Sure. I have approval. I have approval. Sure. (laughs) Um, So we're going to make a couple changes to our Patreon to make it a little bit more accessible and a little bit more fun for our patrons and our listeners. Um, So we're coming out with a couple different new tiers. Um, The first tier being the $1 tier. That's going to stay the same, um, except for you are now going to get access to pre-show and any kind of like bonus episodes. Like, um, I know, guys, I'm super excited for Suzume to come out and see it in theaters, but uh, it might not fit into like our regular programming, but we might do like a bonus episode kind of thing. So anything like that, you guys will now get access to. Mm -hmm. Super fun. Just for a dollar. That's that's pretty good. Pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Um. (laughs) If you get access to the pre-show content, you can hear Amelia's earnest reaction to anime news. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing as we apparently discuss all the anime news before we record. I no, I just I just had one thing. I have more things to say. Okay. Okay. And the second tier we're adding is a three dollar tier. That tier gives you everything you get for the one dollar tier, but also access to Amelia's Anime Hour, which is the seasonal content that I'm going to be putting out. And that'll be seasonal content in like a super casual, like, um, like watch list episode where whoever wants to come on can come on. Um, maybe a mid season episode where we talk about like the shows that we thought might've been good, but actually aren't good. And these are the ones that we're going to continue watching. And then the end of season, uh, wrap up kind of like what we thought about each of the shows and whoever is available to join me on those will join me on those. Um, super casual, super fun. Um, And then there is also going to still be a $5 tier, which you get everything in the previous two tiers. Um, But you also get a patron question, one per month. And we will send you some stickers one time. One time only, we will send you some stickers, some buttons, uh, you know, to to, to say thanks for supporting the show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to get on your anime hour just to talk about my home hero i know i saw that Yo. in the discord and i was like i didn't think it was that bad but maybe yeah maybe I was it surprised. was it's wretched <laughs> it was wretched what is wretched about it the animations for one 
It was not as gripping as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was an edgy boy anime for all the edgy boys. I mean, it's definitely edgy. I think it could be one of those things where it's so bad it's good. Mm. It could flip, mm. but I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to keep watching it <laughs> after the first episode. I mean, it's definitely laugh out loud funny at times. I'm like, I shouldn't be laughing at abuse, but like the way his, this mm. dad is reacting to her daughter being physically abused is just... Like what? It's it very is. over the top. Yeah, really, super it over is. the top. It is. Mm. Full review coming. Oh yeah. god, yeah. It's like the fact that she's so deadpan about everything too. I'm like, what is happening here? Yeah, should should we all hate watch it together? Oh, maybe. Well, we oh, should I bring. Was just so. We should bring. I was just so. Oh, go ahead. no, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Well, I was just saying, thinking that it was going to be a cool show because there's mostly focusing on an adult cast yeah and I, I could see maybe this going a uh, route of monster but i don't know if that i don't i don't think that's good <laughs> that's hmm. also i'm i'm uh, i'm talking into a cardboard box that's lined with soundproofing material so that's why i am not on the camera yeah i was i was wondering why the fuck you were suddenly like all the way in the corner like <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sick. That's sick. Hell yeah. Yes, a DIY as beach. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I, we should bring back the hate watch style because we had a lot of fun when we watched that shitty ghost in the shell TV show. Oh my gosh. I didn't really hate it that much. <laughs> oh. Two out of three. Uh, that's yep. awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, um, so we haven't shouted out um, some of our patrons in quite a while because we've had a bunch of collab episodes. <gasps> Guys, those were so much fun. They were. I always enjoyed doing collaborations with everybody. It's, I feel uh, in... And like the beginning, the beginning of the birth before OHC, we were like, oh, wouldn't it be so cool to get like a friend on every episode? And then you realize how small your friend pool is that can actually talk about anime. (laughs) We never said it had to be the, you know, different guests each time. (laughs) Yeah. Now we get Christella every time. Thank you. Our permanent permanent guest. (laughs) Permanent guest. Um, But so we had a couple people join our Patreon and you might have heard them get shouted out last episode. Um, But Earthworm, thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon. That's very nice of you, Earthworm. Isn't it? Isn't it? Um, And uh, one of our favorite people in our Discord, Knucklehead, has also joined our Patreon. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much. Knucklehead seems very kind and caring. I, I see yeah. the Patreon emails float into my Gmail account, into my, my business account. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Knucklehead really warms my heart. Thank you. Aw, thank you so much for subscribing. So since we didn't shout him out, um, him or uh, Earthworm for joining, um, I let them ask us a question. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So 
The I'll let I'll I'll, I'll ask anime um or, oh my god what the fuck <laughs> I just tried to call him anime, anime brother Brothers. and <laughs> 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 Oh, so since uh, I'll do um, Earthworm's question first because I think it's really fun and I want to hear what everybody else's answer is. But he asked, "What was everybody's favorite band in high school?" Tragedy, I'm sure. I was I was like. Still one of my favorite bands, but yeah, Tragedy was was a, uh, a ground groundbreaking, earth moving, changed my life band for sure. I think when I was when I was like, uh, oh, my phone just texted. I got to throw it across the room. I don't want that shit distracting. Um, when I was like, so I I got into punk via new metal plus the power of Napster when I was like twelve or thirteen. And I was really just seeking the most extreme music that I could get into. So I was like really into grindcore and gore grind. And yeah, I was really like, yeah, all day, Agathocles, Crippled Bastards, Rot, you know, Last Days of Humanity, Lymphatic Phlegm. Thank you, Napster. You know, like (laughs) it literally would not have been possible without the power of Napster to just give you everything at all times in perpetuity at your fingertips. My yeah, um, fucking Metallica. Do you know who you are? You're freaking Lon's on from Metallica. I love everything you do, except for that bad show you hosted. You know what? Maybe I wouldn't have to whore myself out if you kids didn't steal my music. Uh, and from from there, I got into punk that you know was like grindcore adjacent, like all this power violent, capitalist casualties, spaz, crossed out, all the like classic power violence type bands. Uh, but then when I heard Tragedy for the first time, I mean, it just completely blew me to my core. I must have been 15, I think. And that was the first time I felt like, oh, you could make this kind of powerful music without having, without it being like, like um, tilted towards extremity for extremity's sake, right? Like you didn't need to have mm. 30 second songs with blast beats and like noise, not music and stuff. You could create music that still had that emotional intensity and that feeling of attack and tragedy just blew the doors open to me for everything that I'm almost everything I'm into now or like from tragedy, I got into like deep into Japanese hardcore and yeah, started exploring international hardcore as a whole. And yeah, to watch Tragedy and World Burns to Death and Hellshock and these these um you know bands that were popular at the time and, and the way that they operated to bring foreign bands to the US and tour with them, to have their own record labels where they're releasing their own records, they're um, releasing all their friends' records, they're creating this whole ecosystem around their bands. And that is exactly what I wound up doing with my life. You know, I had the biggest impact on me to, you know, see like, um, yeah, World Burns to Death uh, taking blowback around. Um, in, in the U.S. or um, I forget what what all the different tours were I saw when I was younger. Uh, it all blends together, but yeah, it, it yeah that's watching watching these bands: Tragedy, World Burns to Death, Hellshock, War Cry, all this stuff. Watching them do their thing, touring internationally, bringing international bands here. Uh, I know other bands were doing that 
previously, but they weren't doing it when I was at a young, impressionable teenage age, you know, so that's what had the biggest impact on me and shaped, you know, what I wanted to do with my life. I knew when I was like 16, that's what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. So that's what I went out and did. That's my answer. Hmm. Fuck, that is a powerful answer. <laughs> I know. High mine's definitely not the that well. Formative years, man. <laughs> That's where you shape your I'm dreams. Like, <laughs> I'm like looking up my Spotify, like, oh my God, what are these bands? I don't remember. <laughs> yes. uh, I still spin my tragedy records all the time. They're still fucking great. Hmm. Hell yeah. <clears throat> I can think of multiple bands. It's hard to pinpoint one. But I think maybe I have to drive in for me. Uh, you know the si- yeah, the singer. I, I was impressed. The singer of Sex Cells uh, with her old band, Whorehouse of Representatives. They played with at the drive-in super early on. Okay. And she actually met Beto O'Rourke. He was oh. at the gigs after party. Okay. I was yeah. I was like, damn man, that's crazy. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because I think you know doing you know doing the skateboarding BMX thing I feel like they kind of go hand in hand with listening to music and riding a lot mm-hmm. so you just want you know you want something that's fast uh, but then like on the other spectrum like this I was listening I was listening to the Smiths and you know that was probably like my second favorite band next to Crass so like all the bands I listened to are either broken up or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they no longer exist. They're old. They're old heads. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What about you, Amelia? Oh, my gosh. Um, so, my thing in high school was going to um, the local hardcore show. Um, and it was always at... I don't know if any if you guys have been. But it was um, called the Harmony Grange. It was oh. like a... It was like a VFW kind of thing um, where you would see like any kind of like local Delaware hardcore band or whatever, or pop punk, anything like that. Um, so like I used to listen to um, Hawthorne Heights. I was like, I'm so fucking cool. Nobody knows about this band. Um, so I Hawthorne Heights and then um, I would go to the Grange on the weekends and that was like the fucking place to be. And, you know, you would... Um, dance and shit like that in the pit but um uh i remember seeing um brand new there before brand new had ever like blown up or anything they played their deja Tendu album um and it was fucking sick shit i got up in the front row and i stood there the entire time right in front of the speaker and there were so many people in the grange and the crowd just kept pushing forward and the stage was like right at like my hip bone area and i have a huge bruise across my entire like waistline from being shoved up into the front of the of the uh, stage for like probably 45 minutes (laughs) Oh Man. my god! <laughs> yeah, but it was fucking badass. Worth it. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Uh, Oscar. Yeah. Um, hell yeah! And <laughs> I really loved Taking Back Sunday. Those were one of my favorites. And then um, I'm just trying to think of like all the bands that I saw at. Uh, the Grange because I didn't want to buy band shirts from Hot Topic or anything. I wanted to have like the sick band shirt from the local show from the the band that you don't even know about yet. Because <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. I was a little elitist prick about it. <laughs> but um, we like uh, Silverstein 
Um, Boys Like Girls, uh, Dance Gavin Dance. Oh, that's uh, the name I recognize. Yeah, uh, Plain White Tees played there. Um, Hidden in Plain View. Lot, you know, just like these are all like bands like before they got bigger. So mm-hmm. saw everybody there. Was Har- was cool. Harmony Grange in Delaware? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It was like okay. almost in Wilmington, but not quite. It's like Newcastle. I think like Newcastle-ish area. Word. Word. Um, so how did you how did you get to the venue? <laughs> so um we would I would we would have our parents drop us off like at the Wawa across the street so that we would not be seen with our parents going there. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> and then that in my junior year, we were friend I was friends with a couple seniors and they had a car. So we would all and we were all into that kind of stuff. So we all drove with her. She would drive everybody. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. My my parents never knew that I went to venues. I was always working. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I worked a I worked a, a job at Chili's for a, a lot of my high school years. Oh my god, I fucking yeah. love Chili's. Oh my god. <laughs> it was That's my favorite was, fast casual American restaurant. What mm. is your menu item? Oh, fajitas. Mm, oh, okay. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I like the quesadilla explosion salad personally. <laughs> oh, okay. <That's> my <laughs> Although I haven't had one in probably like five years. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I would just get off work and, uh, you know, since punk shows start on punk time, um, I would just get to the venue at like nine or 10 and shit would just be starting. So yeah, <laughs> it was fine. Mm. Uh, I was but yeah my I never told my I never told my mom I, where I was going. Uh, yeah I was I was on the exact opposite tip my dad took me to gigs when I was like oh my gosh years your dad old. probably stood there with you uh, he stood in the back but he did buy a tragedy <laughs> yeah. he did he did, uh, did I think he did buy a tragedy shirt along the way that he started wearing for these gigs hell yeah that's so cool yeah <laughs> Um, I remember one show in particular, I was grounded because I was being a bitch to my mom. And but I had to go to the show because it was the place to be. And if you weren't at shows, then like you weren't you weren't shit. So like, um, I remember telling my mom that I had to go to my friend's house because her mom wanted to have dinner with us. (laughs) My mom was like, yeah, okay. Uh, But you're only going to her house. And it (laughs) <laughs> and i was like yeah of course <laughs> of course so i was like oh shit yeah let's go let's go to the show i'm allowed and we can go and so we got a ride to the show but then we got in a car accident on the way there how bad was it it was i mean it wasn't bad it was bad for everybody else except for me because the person driving they only had the car for like a day Oh, and um, it was an old geo. So the the locks in the back were like the stick locks. They were just like a Mm -hmm. little stick that sticks out. And so my friend that I went with when we got into the accident, she like her head went forward onto one of the stick locks into her um, eye socket. (laughs) Yeah, she had to go to the hospital. We were in the hospital for like 
three or four hours. Yeah. It was oh, crazy. She got man. stitches. Yeah. Um, and you were yeah. telling your mom, man, that dinner was fucked up. Fuck man. it. Fuck Never dinner, going man. back there. Yeah. Did your, did, well, so, so did your mom find out that you were at the hospital? Because yeah. You were sneaking out? Yeah. Oh because God. I, because I had to, um, I had to call, I had to call her because I was at the hospital and I didn't have a car. <laughs> and then I also had to call, um, um, my friend's mom because she had pre like two three the whole reason me and her became friends is um two or three years prior to that um she got into a such a bad car accident um where they had to like take um all of her organs out to find out which one was internally bleeding and remove it and so she had a huge Bleak. huge incision all the way up her um her torso um and so she, i became friends with her uh, because I would go over to her house and hang out with her and visit her while she was like healing from mm -hmm. that. Um, and then one, she liked all the same kind of music I did too. So, um, we hung out at shows all the time and, you know, became really, really close. So I was calling this girl's mom and her, her mom was like a single parent and she had a little brother. So a lot of times we would watch her little brother, um, while her mom was working. So I like had to call her mom and be like, Hey, so me and this girl just got into an accident. Um, I need you to come to the hospital now. And she was like, you're joking. Like, this is a prank. And I was like, no, I'm serious. Like, I'm so serious right now. She's fine, but you need to come to the hospital. And she was like, you are, stop playing with me. Because she was like, oh, no. so in shock about hearing that her daughter was in another car accident, mm -hmm. you know? So then... um, I was like, literally, no shit. You need to come to the hospital. <laughs> and she was like freaking out. And she was, you know, she got stitches and was released and was fine. But yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. I didn't so drive. Did you get grounded for extra? Yes. Yep. Oh, oh man. Really, really motherfucking grounded now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get my license until I was probably like 20. So I was in college already. So like mm. when I, I didn't leave the house, basically. Mm. But, you know, I, I feel like, well, kind of like now, I don't leave the house now. So um, nothing's changed. Uh, <laughs> Same. Which is probably why, like, you know, the band, like, if I went to see a show, it probably wouldn't be, it would be like something big, like mm. the Addicts or Subhumans were playing in Baltimore. Um, which to me, like, I don't know, I, I romanticize older bands and think I was born in the wrong decade. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think like that was more appealing than what was new and current. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Makes sense to me. Yeah. No, yeah. My parents uh, gifted me my dad's old car when he bought a new car when I was a junior in high school. So I was already driving nice. to school as a junior and parking in the junior parking lot. And I've never not had a car Ooh, since that the time. The junior park. I know, I know. <laughs> I was elite, you know. And I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about um, everybody lying to their parents. I never lie to my parents. I know, but your parents, you know, they took you to shows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my mom just said <laughs> no to everything. Yeah, my mom would be like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my mom just I said was... no to everything. So I just figured out how to like. Get around how to, that. How yeah. To put this, well, I figured out how to put the screen back on my window every single night. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, Christelle. Because you know you got to go out the window, Ooh. but there's a little bug screen there. So no, <laughs> I, I was. It. I got to. I guess. I was. Got to figure out how to put this back so nobody. Yeah. Knows. No, I was. I was blessed with a healthy, 
healthier with an open, such an open relationship with my parents. I, I, uh, the only behavioral thing I ever got in trouble for, I got, I got in trouble for, for grades. Like if I got a B on something, but if, uh, yo, my mom too, I got a, Oh my God, I got a C (laughs) in, in second grade on some kind of spelling test. And she was like, you're grounded for two weeks. And I was like, (gasps) two weeks. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah well my my parent yeah my parents also like i mean i I got in trouble for grades but it it was more like i got rewarded for getting good grades and that i wouldn't get rewarded if i didn't like i would get rewarded if i got straight a's and then if i didn't get straight a's for some reason then uh i would be punished rather than rewarded it was kind of like that i guess i don't know Mm. um but the only the only behavioral thing I ever remember getting in trouble for was actually it was show related. It was when I went to go see Skit System at Charm City Yard Space, and I got back at like one in the morning, and Dad was pissed that I because my parents said that I just needed to be back by midnight, um, just just in general, like you know by by the time I was uh, like junior in high school, uh, they were like uh, you know you can. Oh, I, I guess by, yeah, by the time I, no, it must've been when I was a senior in high school, maybe like by the time I was a senior in high school, for sure. They were just like, yeah, just be home by midnight. Otherwise, you know, my curfew was 11 and I lived 45 minutes from <laughs> anything. It sucks. So, well, the, <laughs> the, sk- fuck? the skit system show, I gave somebody a ride home and that had me coming back at like one in the morning or something. And then dad was pissed that I didn't text to tell them I was running late. No, like, mm. it wasn't. You know, I wasn't even busted for being for for like coming home after midnight. It was that I didn't tell them didn't, I was going to come mm-hmm. home after midnight. So you could have you could have been in the clear if you just sent a little text. <laughs> exactly, and and so yeah, you can imagine Dad being like, "Son, I hate to do it, but you're grounded for a week." You know, <laughs> 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 you're cut off. Oh yeah. man. Wait, Christella, what about the what about your bands? What were your favorite bands? So my I'm from the age group of LimeWire. Oh, mine uh, was Soulseek and yeah. LimeWire. Okay. Some things were on LimeWire, something, but like most of like the hardcore like underground shit was on Soulseek. Mm-hmm. I was not cool enough for Soulseek at the time because <laughs> I was using LimeWire a bunch. <laughs> uh, but so I I used to download a bunch of discographies of artists and so Pre-punk, Wait. my favorite band was probably Marilyn Manson. What would you put on? What, what would where would you, what would you put it on? What would you put your music on? I put my music on an uh, it was a thirty gig iPod video that my dad got for me for my birthday Damn. at the time. Like my me and my dad had just reconnected a couple a couple years prior, and I you know I told him this is like this is what I want for Christmas, and he and he got it for me for Christmas, <laughs> and it was so fucking cool. And I remember watching that movie Babel on this tiny little. Oh screen. my god! <laughs> <laughs> I put episodes of iCarly on mine. Oh my god! Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think I listened to a lot of Marilyn Manson, and I read his book and everything. Hell and yeah! My sister wa- loved Manson yeah. so much that, that my dad had to block MTV so she should she couldn't watch Marilyn Manson music videos. <laughs> yeah, funny. you know he's he's not aged well. You know, <laughs> I know, you know, like there's some I shit know. that's come out. About I know, it's like, oh, oh, this guy is actually not not fantastic. He has a sex and dungeon. I think, like, you know, probably I got really into J-Rock bands like 
the Gazette and Versailles and uh, like Gawked and just all these like wow uh, what what are, what are what's the J Rock stuff where they Visual K vi- Visual K mm-hmm. yeah I listen to a lot of Visual K and then post punk all of my favorite bands were like doom metal or sludge metal like sleep and floor mm. and thou interesting i like some like i like some noise stuff like magruder grind was probably my favorite <laughs> grindcore because i thought it was hilarious <laughs> uh I, it, it is re- i i think it's supposed to be funny now that i'm older <laughs> uh Oh but this, uh, there's also this duo called Lightning Bolt, and um, yeah. oh yeah, their their art is oh we love really Lightning Bolt. Yeah, 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 Lightning Bolt is awesome, and seeing their show in person is awesome because it's the loudest fucking thing I've ever been sub- subjugated to. <laughs> what um who did we see? We used to see this band all the time. They dressed up the Locust. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We used to mm. see that band all the time. Um, we went and saw Sun. Mm. And with it with two ends, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And that was the loudest show I've ever heard. And because the the bass or whatever it is, the low notes rocked my guts. Mm-hmm. Like I had to poop. Mm-hmm. They were oh vibrating me so much. <laughs> warning. That's Just cool. Put a little warning on the episode <gasps> about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was the OHC way. Let's talk more about how you pooped your penis. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm gonna put the, the vomit sound effect that makes uh, Stella sick yeah. while she listens to it on way home for her job. Oh, dude! Oh my gosh! Yes, that sound effect of the vomit—I couldn't believe it. Oh my god! I'm having such a gross reaction to this. I actually hate this. That's right. I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> I remember how my, uh, you know. Well, see, sound effects are important. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's true. Taking notes true. over here. Okay, so we have thoroughly answered <laughs> Earthworm's mm. question. Um, let's move on to Knuckleheads. He wrote in. Um, it's kind of long, so I'm going to read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in your guys' opinion, what anime would you recommend for a complete newcomer? And what's an anime you could only recommend to someone who's been desensitized to how weird the medium can be sometimes? As far as newcomers go, I imagine someone who has never seen anime or someone who's only ever watched one or two very mainstream shows. Um, And for um, someone who's been desensitized to it, uh, things like JoJo, Serial Experiments Lane are what pop into his head, especially just the opposite end of the essentially just the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm going to need to pull up my mouth for this. <laughs> well, this, this, so the first half of this question is something I think about all the time. And so far as the mm-hmm. majority of my friends don't watch anime, but if I'm going to introduce someone to the medium of anime and sell them on how this is actually a great uh, art form uh, at this point, I pretty much always go with episode one of Vinland saga. Season one, episode mm, really? one. Yeah. Mm. Now I've seen that episode countless times at this point because I've had any time someone's like, oh, I don't know anything about anime. Like, let's you know, show me some anime. That's cool. I'm like, well, let's put on episode one, season one, episode one of Vinland Saga. Because I, I think that is a really well, like I get in some ways I, I kind of get that um, it's part of like the, the I guess, intro to that episode um the the big fight scene 
is a little bit unrelated to the rest of the episode and, and more, you know, about the larger story as a whole. But um, mostly I think that first episode is a great self-contained story in and of itself. And it is so thematically deep and emotionally impactful and self-contained enough that like, yeah, you could keep watching more episodes, but you don't need to watch more in order to get what that single episode is telling you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that works really well as an introduction to the medium because yeah. And, like, and the art, the art style is pretty like realistic. It's not like over the top, like chibi or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, It's approachable. Yeah. Yeah. Super approachable. Mm-hmm. And like the story isn't, solely based like around anime themes or like being in Japan or anything like that. It's like, yeah, because I think when, when most people, I mean, most, it's not most people, but there are many people in this world that carry negative connotations about anime or negative stereotypes, uh, which anybody that's actually into anime knows is completely unwarranted. You know I mean? It's, it's like looking at, uh, I don't know, like, looking at rock music and being like, Oh, well, bloodhound gang is like really stupid. Therefore rock music <laughs> must be this like terrible art form. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like why, you know, like there's a lot more to it than that. In the same way, you know, like uh, if you're asking someone, you know, Oh, I want to hear a rock band for the first time. You might play them. Like you would not necessarily play them bloodhound gang, you know, like you wouldn't play <laughs> them some stupid thing. Like in anime, it's like, yeah, you should, uh, you should, like, it's hard, hard to dispute the merits of something like Vinland Saga, in my opinion. Like, it's, it's, it's a show for adults. People would watch that, in my mm-hmm. experience, and be like, oh, I, I see now that you can make animated television that is for adults that, you know, is tasteful and intelligent and well articulated. And it's not like the various stereotypes that, I imagine anime to be like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't. You wouldn't play them. My home hero. No, although no, although when Morgan and I were digging into anime, I did play her schoolgirls. School? Uh, no, no, not schoolgirls. Cool? Uh, school, school day. School days. School days. School days. Yeah. <clears throat> well, she said she wanted to watch the trashiest thing that anime could do. <laughs> <laughs> so I put on school days. <laughs> I feel like Miyazaki movies are that's like the most basic clear cut choice, right? But yeah, well, sure. I guess maybe just movies in general are mm-hmm. easy to digest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's like I mean, even going to Satoshi Kon as a, another option uh, or Shinkai, it just seems like mm. people I know that don't like anime watch Attack on Titan, and I keep. It's like this, this is a, the most common denominator or, or Dragon Ball Z. But I think mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z is usually like guys. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. I, well, I'm generalizing, but it's like I, I think like 90 percent. Yeah. People I know who are into it are yeah, male. But. Mm, what's the question? Yeah, f- female, female <laughs> listeners who are into Dragon Ball. Shout, 
Send us an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The OHC podcast at gmail.com. We want to talk to you. If you... We want to know. So yeah. the so the question is what what do we yeah the first first question we'll tackle what is the anime you show somebody that has never seen the anime before? <clears throat> this is hard because whenever I get a lot of people who like know that I do a podcast about anime and they're like oh like well what's your favorite anime or like what should, what anime should I watch and it's kind of hard to mm. answer that because like you kind of have to tailor it to like their people's personal interests so i'm always like well what do you like to watch you know yeah, true um yeah i think though there are there is something to be said about like um things that have like series movies whatever it may be anime that have just like not borderline that's not the word i'm looking for but just like a baseline like very good plot like very good story and i think like it doesn't matter what the art style looks like or anything like that as long as the story is solid um then people will like it (laughs) um so i guess yeah i'd have to say something kind of like uh your name or um spirited away or something like that so that like you know people you don't have to you don't have to sit through three seasons of something for it to get good you know it's not like geared towards one uh like demographic or another you know attack on titan i feel like everybody watches it but i feel like it's pretty i don't know yeah that's that's not well that's (laughs) not one that i would go to if somebody wanted to explore anime for the very first time because Mm -hmm. uh it's not self-contained enough right off the bat like you need to watch a Mm. couple episodes for things to Mm. start picking up speed uh -hmm. whereas i i feel like um vinland saga season one episode one stands well on its own psychopaths season one episode one that's another one that i often go to as a self-contained story is really well articulated is really thematically interesting it's exciting you don't got to watch more than the first episode to get mm. something out of it. Um, to Your Eternity, season one, episode one, also fits in this. Uh, I think Tenjin Tapagurin Lagan, episode one, and Kill a Kill, episode Izokin one, fit pretty, pretty well one. in that. Aizoken is also one just I, I recommend in general to people that want to get into anime. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not one I've I've actively played for somebody, but mm-hmm. uh, I've definitely given that recommendation before. Um, also Mushishi Mushishi is another one where like any given episode you can put on and it's like a good, you know, this is, this is what anime is capable of kind of episode. What about you, Christella? Well, I also thought about going the movie route, but then I started to think if I was going to introduce somebody to anime, um, do I think that anime movies are representative of the anime genre or like the anime industry as a whole Mm -hmm. and mm, i don't really think so i think if you if you go into um anime movies it's uh it's it's really good but it's also kind of just like a movie that's animated uh unless you want to get into like real weird shit like uh like any of the satoshi khan stuff Mm -hmm. or some of the shinkai stuff so i think you know if if uh if I think that the person is smart, I will recommend Mushishi. 
<laughs> and if I think the person is dumb, I recommend My Hero Academia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> if I if I if I don't think the person would appreciate Mushishi and because it's you know it's kind of like a vibe thing and it's a slow pace mm. but it's really beautiful and you just have to like you said Dan you just have to watch one episode uh, then I would recommend Samurai Champloo oh yeah um, sure really sure. really good plot yeah. uh, really unexpected way that the setting un- evolves and uh, I like that theme of friendship um, so I would probably do that for newcomers if, if, for for my other thing is only weird people (laughs) if i was going to recommend stuff to only weird people um or somebody who has been desensitized to how like you know just fantastic and bizarre anime can be i'd probably recommend made in abyss me too i was gonna say that one Mm. yeah Mm. i was gonna say that one also um monogatari because i want everyone to watch monogatari yeah, I'm gonna go to too. Um, I recently I've been um recommending Summertime Render to people because there's a lot of people that ask me for gory, like Chainsaw mm. Man kind mm-hmm. of anime, and I'm always like, Summertime Render, please, everybody watch it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, and if, and I think for like not a like gory show or anything that would be like super weird, but is still like. Um, accessible I would recommend Bochi because of how many different like animation styles it has and how like very much anime it can only be like it can't be anything but anime so I would probably recommend Bochi cool yeah I think if if I were to I guess recommend anime to the the seasoned watcher as it were uh, Kaiba I'm going to take this back oh, yeah. to Otaku mm, Host Club episode one. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Kaiba is, Kaiba's would be the one. Good. Yeah. Where it's like, this is a great story that, uh, one could argue is too far out for a lot of people to watch mm. because of the, um, the art style and the character designs mm-hmm. and the, the crafting of the story kind of is, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think you have to read into it a little bit more than, than the anime presents to you. Um, personally, I don't think it's weirdness would be enough to turn somebody off, but I'm sure there are people out there that would look at Kaiba and feel like, what the hell, what the hell even is this? You know, the colors, the <laughs> shapes, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. But and what I would also recommend to the seasoned watcher is Ashida no Joe, not only because of its historical relevance and the fact that it's a 10 out of 10 masterpiece, but also if you've watched enough anime, then your eyes should be used to the crappy like your eyes can withstand the crappy 70s animation <laughs> style to a point now where you can look beyond that to just the pure fucking power of a story. You know, we've all seen bad animation at various points. So, you know, if you if you've reached a certain point in your anime watching career, you're ready to watch the crappy animation of Ashita no Joe to get to the masterpiece of the story and character writing. Touche. Going back to Kaiba, though, I think that's the kind of thing I want to show somebody who to, to dispel like what they believe anime to be. Sure. 
sure. you know, and their like misconceptions of, of the, of the medium because it's not, uh, it doesn't look like your average show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, whenever I want to have a conversation, people say, Oh, I, I hate anime. I don't like anime. I'm like, well, you need to watch this fucking show. <laughs> Cause this is not like your, this is not Sailor Moon. Okay. This is not Dragon yeah. Ball Z. It's like the old manga entertainment advertisements. This ain't your parents' cartoons. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I think I also might recommend Vampire Hunter D mm. too. Oh, okay. Because the art style in that is not really like what anime does right now. It's so detailed. Um, mm-hmm. easy to digest too mm. okay and so um, i'm gonna i'm gonna what i, I want to go back to something that jeff said that, that i think okay, is so interesting um okay it, it's so relevant the and i i touched on this too but the 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 very many people out there in this world that are just like oh i hate anime Oh, anime sucks. Oh, I don't like that. You know, it's like they ain't never watched no anime. They don't know anything about it. You know, like I've literally my, never heard yeah, that before. My uh, my ex my ex girlfriend Laura was cut from this cloth. Um, the only anime she acknowledged was Soul Eater of all things. She was like, "Oh, I like Soul Eater, but I don't like any other anime." Anime. All and right, I, was, I think this is a oh. thing with Soul Eater fans. All right, Chris Ella, go off. <laughs> I think that. <laughs> Soul Eater and Fairy Tale are very much like. I think if people are just watching one anime and it's not Dragon Ball Z, it's Soul Soul Eater or Fairy. You think so? Really? <laughs> yeah, I but do. Why? I don't know what the fuck is. It's up. it's I don't so know. weird I don't know. to me because Soul Eater encapsulates so many anime tropes and stereotypes, and I I like Soul Eater. I've never seen Fairy Tale. I like Soul Eater. I got it on DVD. I'm a fan. But it's like, dude, if you specifically don't like anime tropes and stereotypes why would you champion the show that embodies them you know (laughs) it's like it's got all the things you claim you don't like about anime like if you like soul eater in my mind it's safe to say that you just you're a fan of the medium i don't know how you could watch it if you weren't this is yeah bizarre Yeah, because i mean if you like if i want to ask these people like do you not like are you not a fan of animation? Do you not like animation? Mm-hmm. Then that would just, that covers everything, right? That's just like, all right, well, I don't want to watch the Simpsons. I don't want to watch uh, family guy or whatever it may be. Um, or avatar. A bug's avatar. life. Avatar. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. A bug's life. <laughs> that B, the B movie with Jerry Seinfeld. Jesus. Um, which also hot take ants is way better than a bug's life. Just saying, just saying, mm. just throwing that out. Fair. Yeah, mm. isn't ants more political? I think so. It's it's like less veiled yeah. than a bug's life. I feel like this is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like Animal Farm. Wasn't it similar thematically? Maybe. Am well, I remembering that right? I have no I idea. mean, Animal Farm is very political. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I don't think it's the same. It, it, like, bug's life and ants are more generalized about, like, Capitalism and socialism, <laughs> and, and exploitation, yeah, and <laughs> we, we don't set the bar too high for Listen, American audiences. You know, I have children. a lot of thoughts around a bug. <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah, okay. Well, I I saw another example of this kind of blanket mindset 
this week because I went to go see my bandmates country western band on Friday night. Yeah, they were awesome. Uh, And they were totally decked. I was thinking about how watching Johnny and his friends in cowboy hats and and cowboy boots and the whole whole nine yards, all the accessories. It's like, yeah, this must be the equivalent to like if you go to... You know, one of my punk kind of gigs, and you got charged hair and a spiked leather jacket and shit. You know, <laughs> like, totally decked, looking the part. Um, and I was, I was trying to find people from the gym to come with me because I felt like yeah, country's a lot more approachable than the kind of punk stuff that I normally wheel and deal in. So, you know, regular people from the gym probably more interested in this than you know, come to see some punk gig with me. It turned out there are, you know, the the old stereotype. Of, of people being like, well, I like all kinds of music except rap and country. I was like, man, that's that's really true. You know, that still still holds strong. There's lots of people that just that, that used d- to be d- me. just I, dismiss. I used to be that but why? <laughs> why would you just dis- like? Uh, why would you dismiss rap or country? Why would you? Why do people? Why do people dismiss things in general? Because I ask, like, you know, like like I'm like Keely, the the redhead that I, I go out with a lot. She's like, I don't like country. I'm like, well, why not? I I, I just don't. It's like, yeah, but but like, why? You know, like, what is it about country? It's like, I don't have to. I don't have to explain why. I just don't like it. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, you, Keely. Yeah, well, you don't have to explain yourself. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm not like challenging her. I'm making conversation, you know. But like, generally speaking, if somebody yeah. likes or doesn't like something, there's a reason why they like it. There's a reason why they don't like it. That's why we do a podcast to talk about why we like and don't like the things that we do. You know, to dig beyond the surface level. And for so many people, they just be like, oh, I, don't, I don't like rapper country. You know, like, but why? You, do you have any experience in this whatsoever? Like, you just not... I mean, it's one thing to be like, oh, I, I don't like Southern accents, which is weird, but like, okay, if you don't like... That's why I don't like country. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense, you know? Like, no, well, okay. You know what? After I heard, after I heard a lot more diff- different kinds of country music and realized you know just how different how diverse country the yeah. could be it's it's like oh okay well i just don't like this kind of country. exactly i don't like pop country uh but i like i uh i like graham parsons you know i like flying burrito brothers yeah uh I'm like that shit's country it's california country but whatever sure uh and then w- with rap i think i i really just like I didn't like how I couldn't hear the lyrics. I couldn't follow what they were mm. saying. But then, um, who's that? Who's what's that? Lil Nas X. Like, like <laughs> 2012, <laughs> 20, 2010. I feel like MF Doom got really popular in my circle mm. of friends. So that's what opened the door to. Oh, okay. I actually need to learn more about rap. And sure. I like Atlanta style. Sure. And I like stuff from New York. And I don't New really like things from Houston. <laughs> yeah, that song's a good one. And I'm I'm the same way. I I I'm kind of specific, like I would never paint myself as being knowledgeable about rap in any particular way but I, I i know what i like i like chicago soul beat style like chance the rapper and kanye west and i like new york city pop gangster rap like jada kiss and cameron and the diplomats that's mm-hmm. basically what i like when it comes to rap so i just listen to stuff like that um that's cool and i like it all 
Yeah. You know what I've been getting back into lately? As I've been getting back into uh, uh, straight edge hardcore. Oh, shit. X looking forward oh, yeah. to X, baby. Because I'm like, oh, I'm going to DC. <laughs> 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 yeah, digging back into chain. You know, I don't, I, I've sold all my chain of strength and youth of today records at this point. But yeah, those bands are good. You know, like and yeah, people, uh, people are so quick to dismiss things in this world and, and, I wish that that was not such a, a human proclivity. Even even my best friend Eric, he's always like, I don't do anime. Anime, I don't like anime. I'm like, you ain't never seen a single episode of anime in your entire fucking life, man. <laughs> like, your only your only experience with anime is knowing Mike Young, which for us Baltimore people, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, um. Well. So yeah. speaking of things that we have not dismissed out of our lives, yeah. there is one more bonus question from Knucklehead, and I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> um, for each of you, what is your most rewatched anime, whether it be a movie, OVA series, or a full series, for, or whatever specific reason you're, you rewatch them? I don't rewatch things. Yep. <laughs> <I> just- <laughs> That is true. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I've, I've got, I think, multiple answers for this for multiple angles. If you had to, if I had to spend. No, no. The most rewatched. You got to count. It's a numbers game. The most. Well, the but most. so here's the thing. The single I have, most. I have rewatched Daniel. the original Naruto three times. So by Ooh. by episode and time, that's probably my most rewatched anime. Episode. Because there's like 300 some episodes that I've rewatched three times. So that's a lot of time that I've spent watching the original Naruto. But in terms of how many times I've rewatched a series, it could be Furikuri. It could be Neon Genesis Evangelion. It could be um, Denjin Tapagurin Lagan. Because uh, those are one could be Berserk ninety seven because those are ones that I just like continually. Those are your top ten. Yeah, well, those are top that tens that I yeah year. just keep going <laughs> back to the you know Ghost in the Shell, the original two TV shows. Like I just keep going back to these over and over throughout my life. Um, so those are probably quite rewatched as well. Uh, Kaiji, you know, like how many times have I fucking watched Kaiji? I've watched Kaiji, you know, a lot. Um, but I don't know if that stands up to the 900 episodes I've watched of the original Naruto, you know? So, yeah. So that's interesting. That's, that's where I'm at. Hmm. For me, I think, uh, lucky star, um, or emo, <laughs> uh, and Monogatari, I think are probably mm. my most rewatched because those are, those are ones that I keep coming back to, whether it be for like nostalgia or to like find something else within the series, you know, to refine, to read, uh, rediscover why I like anime and like what makes me uh, attracted to these kinds of anime. Um, yeah, I think those are probably my three. I always, I rewatch mm-hmm. all the time. What about you, Cristela? Oh my gosh, Jeff's answer was real. Is that your real answer? Yes. 
I think um, probably, uh, I mean, this is so typical, but Cowboy Bebop is probably mm. really high up there. I used to watch Cowboy Bebop every year, so I've watched it at least five times. Um, but same thing with Wolf's Rain. For some reason, I got into sure. this weird habit of watching Wolf's Rain uh, in December because I feel like the whole theme of uh reincarnation and rejuvenation mm-hmm. and like the world is going to mm-hmm. sleep and it's going to wake up and so i like to watch wolf's reign mm-hmm. at the end of the year for like <laughs> because it's about to be a new year i feel that um i've watched i've i've rewatched black lagoon at least uh, well then you know that's it's probably only twice for movies definitely spirited away and nausicaa shit there i'm gonna have to say spirited away for one of mine too <laughs> Yeah, I've watched those a ton. Um, Knucklehead commented that he's seen Spirited Away around 10 times, Akira around six times, and the first season of Higurashi around four or five times. Oh, wow. Damn. Well, not the first season of Akira. I was was thinking about playing the visual novel. Yeah, the the Higurashi is is When They Cry, the the horror one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Damn, Mm -hmm. maybe I'll have to go back and rewatch that, too. Knucklehead, have you played... Have you played the visual novel? And if so, would you recommend it? Please write to us. <laughs> well, now that um, you said Akira, I think I've watched. Yeah, I think I've watched that over eight times, probably ten times. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, but, wow. That, yeah, because I because it's things that I show to people. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I and I've started watching that when I was like twelve. So you figure over the last twenty odd years, I've shown it to. You know, friends, family, partners, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think you know, in the in the grand scheme of things, when I owned, when like when I would buy something, I would be more uh, uh, more likely to rewatch it, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. if it was like I only got the first five episodes of uh, of Evangelion, so I'm going to rewatch the first five episodes over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like I just had the back in the day I had like the entire set and then I could just watch it all the way thoroughly through. all the way yeah. through. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's, if it's, uh, the ADD or whatever, but, uh, uh, I'm actually, I'm actually not diagnosed with that, but people keep telling me I am. So <laughs> I'm calling you out. Um, yeah, just, I just, I, I, it's like a video game, you know, like I, I already know what's going to happen. So I don't, it's not enjoyable. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm. It's about the journey. It's supposed to be about the journey, but I'm very much a, I need to get to the end, like in everything I do, mm. know, like the majority of things that I do. Mm. Yeah. I went that uh, the, with books for sure. I, I always read like the last couple sentences of a book first. Um, I do once that. I, once I get into the book, yeah, I go, I go, I flip to the back. I'm like, okay, where is this, where is this going to wind up? Because I need to know. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> I like the, I like the full circle moment. You know, I like reading the last sentence and then reading the whole thing and then being like getting to the last sentence and being like, fuck yeah. Full circle moment right here. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's a risky. And I also have to, yeah, it is risky. Well, I was going to say it's a risky it maneuver risky. if you're doing a choose your own adventure goosebumps book. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, because then you would have to read the end of every part, mm-hmm. every every ending. Um, I might also have to put Perfect Blue on that list. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I haven't watched Perfect Blue very many times. I've watched it a lot. Yeah, thinking of uh, anime, since Furikuri got brought up, now I'm thinking of that as both an anime that you could show someone that has never watched anime before and also anime for the seasoned viewer. Because it's, I think so. I think a lot of my friends got into anime. Well, they didn't really get into anime, but they loved Furikuri. Exactly. It, so. It's kind of tried and true that the casual anime fan will love Furikuri, in my experience. Uh, but also, it is so zany and out of control that it would make more sense for a seasoned anime viewer. But I, I think that's because people, you know, have a preconception like, oh, anime is supposed to be this like really zany, out of control thing where all these random things are happening all the time and people do all these, you know, make random noises and look random ways. So Furikuri fits into their expectation. Like, Oh, like this is the way anime is supposed to be. It's supposed to be like this. And I don't think it's supposed to be any one way or another really, but I do think Furikuri mm -hmm. is a masterpiece. So. Ten out of two. Mm -hmm. I would also recommend uh, for the weirdo Doro Hidoro. Oh yeah, uh, true. Yeah, I love that yeah. show. That first five minutes of that episode is flawless. Yeah, or like Devilman Crybaby too. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, solid. Time for rewatch for that one. Oh. Yeah, my 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 horror <laughs> friends really like Devilman Crybaby, and I was like, I don't really understand any of this, but I will watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really understand what's going on, but I also didn't understand what was going on with Technolize. So, you know. oh yeah, well maybe yeah, good point. Maybe Technolize should be for the seasoned anime fan only because it yeah, oh, it's just God. like a weird it's art, like piece. super yeah. seasoned, yeah. So, so seasoned. Yeah. Oh, Angel's Egg too. I love Angel's Egg. Yeah, I, yeah. Angel's Egg even more than Technolize. It's it's just weird art pieces. It's not really like yeah. meant to be a uh, you know plot oriented story. Mm -hmm. Technolize kicks well, ass though. <clears throat> what is it about? What's your elevator pitch? Uh, Technolize. So Technolize. Elevator pitch. Yeah, elevator. It, it's a, Two minutes. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to time you. Okay. All right. Not an escalator. Right. Not an escalator. <laughs> Hold on. You really want me to do this off the top of my head? Okay, here we go. Yeah, two minutes. So te okay. Technolize is a uh, dystopian port portrait of a guy living in a underground city that has been forgotten by the high technology city that lives on the surface. He has to battle his way through various mafia and gang related activities um, while also navigating that his body, just like everybody else's body is slowly being switched out for uh, machinery. He's becoming like a, a weird cyborg guy. And he eventually decides his goal is to get to the surface level where everyone is a full-on cyborg of some way. He gets there and realizes uh, that actually the you know to live as a cyborg is worthless. And then the Armageddon comes and literally everybody dies. And this is all supposed to be a giant metaphor for Dante's Seven Circles of Hell. Did you just spoil it in your wow. elevator pitch? Yes. 
What the fuck? <laughs> oh no! I'm doing this off the top of my head. I mean, I was trying to sum up. Yeah, I was trying to sum up the plot. Yeah, I didn't have time to think this Not through. The whole plot. Not the whole plot. I, I didn't have time Not to think everything. this through. There's a lot that I didn't cover. It's a solid 24 episodes. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna edit this part and just be like, uh, technolize in one minute yeah. because that's that's where I clocked you. <laughs> Okay, well that okay that makes a lot. If I could just understand what the fuck that show is about, then I could. I, I then I could. Well, it's so it, it, that I have that. It helps if you have some familiarity <laughs> with Dante's Seven Circles of Hell, because that that's literally the show is a large scale metaphor for the Seven Circles of Hell and uh, people's traversal through hell. Hmm. I don't think I've ever read the entire epic. Um, I've read bits. Okay, and well, then you've done more than me because I've just read the Wikipedia about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Read the Wikipedia about it, and then you can watch it. Yeah. <laughs> well, huh. it's, yeah, it's more like I, I looked up other people on the internet explaining how this is a large metaphor, oh, and then okay. I went, oh, mm, very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> big, brain. Yeah, big brain. <laughs> mm. Are we getting into some Hanabe Renmai territory of interpretation? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that, yeah. No, hi, Benny. Hi, Benny Renmai. Well, thank you guys for submitting your questions. So sorry we didn't shout you out before. But it's whole hours worth of content right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very, a very thorough answer. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to ask us a question, head on over to our Patreon and sub to that $5 tier. And receive our buttons. Ooh, Mary. Yeah, you, yeah, you might get a surprise yeah. in the mail. Ooh. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> That's my thing. That's my thing now. That's my thing now. We're going to bleep you. Yeah. We're going to have to bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. I'll tell you who Gossip Girl is. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. That show is about, like, a random person. I've never watched Gossip Girl. Do you want to? No, wanna, don't spoil it. Do you want to pitch no, Gossip Girl in a minute? No. <laughs> you know, you know, that, that's it. another thing where people are like, <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't like that kind of TV. And it's like it's because you never watched it with five of your best friends just talking shit to yeah. the TV. Oh, can we all? Oh, watch, that's we should true. all watch um, Scream, Scream, and, and Six. Yeah, together. that'd be great. Yeah. Ooh, let's 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 do an event. Let's do a live stream. <laughs> scream and Six. Oh, um, Scream and the remake, and then Scream oh, Six. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, <laughs> um. So, do we have any anime news, or do we want to? What do we want to do? Hype? You want to hype up these well, I, uh, I wanna... lab episodes? What? I was gonna talk about how depressing. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching the most depressing anime I've ever watched. Okay, what is it? What is it? This show seriously makes me want to blow my brains out in every Jesus. every oh my episode. God. Trigger warning. Yeah. Oh, what downer. is it? My love story. Fuck you! <laughs> it's too watch depressing. it. Now. Okay, no, 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 no. Stop watching it and then watch it as soon as you get into a relationship, and then you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, my girlfriend's just like her. Oh my god, my girlfriend's so cute like her." I know. Isn't that isn't that just like your relationship to this anime just depends on where you're at in your relationship in your you know romantic life. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Hmm. Good to know. Because it's, it's a great anime. I've been thinking about you, Amelia, because I, I know that you're such a big fan of this anime, and I, it's great. I love it. It's great. I love it because, like, the fucking hot boy, I have a poster of him, of all of them right here. I forget their names. Uh, but the fucking hot boy, his, one of the, like, in high school would be, like, the classically good-looking guy that I probably would have liked. But now that I'm older... <laughs> I like the weird big boys, so yeah. I can love this anime for shining light on the big boys. Okay. Yeah, and I can I can see how it is objectively great with like yeah this uh, accomplishing everything it intends to do and and um, yeah this is really engaging story, cool interesting character writing interesting twists on on the genre. You know, it adds mm-hmm. to the canon in a uh, rewarding way. Um, it's really great, but all I see when I look at it is my own life and my own feelings about my own life. It's, it's a struggle to get through. Stop! So stop watching it and watch it when you're in a happy spot. Yeah, but I can't just stop. I'm 20 episodes you're in. You're a completionist, I know. I'm almost know. done. <laughs> I'm almost done. I'm like, ni- I'm 97 episodes into uh, um, Galaxy Express 999, too. I'm like How almost 115. So I'm almost Man, done. Almost done. Yeah, I'm 80 episodes into Urusei Yatsura. But I'm going to stop watching that when i'm done with galaxy express 999 and just move on to modern anime I'm done i need a break i'm from thinking 70s about anime. <laughs> <laughs> i have a bunch of um shoujo titles on my plan to watch oh, list. hell yeah tackle a couple of them um so i, so I forget what the, uh i can look them up what are they called um i definitely want to check out chihaya Furu. yeah now sure. we're talking we should do an episode on that i think we should i think we should um, um, this one looks like it's up my alley that is called Sab Sabage Boo. Sabage Boo. Sabage Boo. Yeah, it kind of looks like a Moe show or some kind of like high school, uh, like, um, cute girls doing some cute stuff kind of thing. Um, huh. And I also wanted to check out this uh, OVA called Slow Step because, um, you know, getting ready for our next episode. <laughs> Sagabi. Survival Game Club. Yeah. Hey. Interesting. I've got some. Uh, I've got some anime news to reveal to Amelia oh, for, the, for first the first time, time ever. Okay. For the first what time. What is this new information? Uh, so this new, brand new information that we didn't ever talk about before is that Radwimps is doing an tour. <gasps> what? Yeah. No way. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, wait, and it's, you've, uh, you've lied to us. I thought you were actually going to do something new. <laughs> That's. I do have something new. I do have something actually new because uh, Crunchyroll uh, did a did a, an interview with them um, regarding. Uh, Susan May and a little bit of your name um, and they said that there was a sold out North American tour. What? However. Okay. I need a however because I didn't even know this was happening and the fact that it's already sold out pisses me off because I definitely want to see Radlins. Mm-hmm. Well. Hit me with it. Get 
Get your, oh shit, you know what? By the time this episode comes out, it might be sold out again. Okay. So there are two dates that um, are not sold out to, today as of as of April 9th, as of Easter. As of Easter. <laughs> as of Easter. Um, April 24th, they're going to, sh- they'll, be, they'll be playing in Chicago at the Riviera. Uh, they had, they are moving to a bigger venue. They were, they were going to play at the Vic, but it's moving, it's moved to the Riviera. Yeah. Uh, and then April 30th, they, they, or the April 29th, they were going to play in New York. That sold out. And so they added another <gasps> For, day. Wait, the 30th in New York? The 30th in New York, mm. Palladium Times Square. Oh, shit. Um, what's the, Crystal, I need the link. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> all right. All right. I got you. I'm going to put the link in the chat. Oh, I'm going to drag somebody there with me. Who's coming? Who's coming, guys? Mezzanine tickets are 161. Oh, so my actually God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's way cheaper than some of the other concerts that's been going around. I mean, I just I heard about some Beyonce tickets that are going for like $12,000. How expensive are concerts these days, man? Like, I don't know. Even, yeah, even, the, Beyonce is crazy. even DIY punk well, games are 10 bucks now. <laughs> are you serious yeah. or is it ten is ten dollars for punk shows the normal yeah. wow that's like inflation mm-hmm. oh my god the tickets on this website are 275 dollars damn yeah yeah, yeah i ain't dude. going to that expensive concert concerts have gotten expensive what in that doesn't help that ticket masters you know yeah, all the monopolizing on tickets. Yeah, for real. Selling them, reselling them, holding them, and then reselling them. Truth. At high prices. Truth. Yeah, Ticketmaster is a whole other two hour podcast about what needs to be done with this evil corporation. It's truly, uh, and, and I saw they were, they were doing dirty to the cure, that the cure was trying to keep their ticket prices down, and Ticketmaster was fucking, fucking around with them. Well, maybe yeah. if. Um Maybe if uh, everything gets sold out, then um, they'll come back. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They're also playing in uh, two dates in Toronto. Um, They're playing in Mexico City Mm. as well. So not just USA Tour. Cool. Good for them. Yeah. Um, Bugo Stray Dogs, season five. Will be airing in July, so that's yeah. Cool. Somebody, somebody needs to give me the one minute spoiler elevator pitch on Bungo Stray Dogs because I, I still don't like. How is this hot getting... guys doing hot things? <laughs> okay, we're is it, yeah. I don't I, know I, what I it is. It's I don't five remember. Five seasons. I don't remember. I don't know what like. How remember. did this show get five seasons? It's, it's been so long since I watched season one and two, and they just keep delaying for so mm. for a, a while. So I don't really remember what it's about. Some magical boy gets turns into an animal and goes around with his gangster friends. It's like all mafia, but like cool. Mm. Um, so it's like, and they're all very attractive. It's like animorphs. <laughs> I think it's like animorphs. Yeah, I think the main character turns into like a white tiger. So Mm. that's all I know about it. Mm. And um, yeah, the the fan community for Boongo Stray Dogs is spicy. Mm. Mm. 
Okay, update. I found $62 tickets. Oh, there you go. That's cheaper. There you go. That's oh, more like it. Let me on the internet. I'm going to find something for a cheap price. Okay. <laughs> I got all of my wall flags. I got 10 wall flags coming for the new drop for Lude Drip. It's supposed to be $200. I found a coupon. 130 baby. Bam. Mm, good one. Hell yeah. Good one. Hell yeah. Who's ready for Verve to cease and desist? Oh, yeah. That's right. I saw you post that in the Discord. Honestly, yeah. forgot Verve existed. Me too. Really? Because you were really championing Verve for a hot second, Amelia. I yeah, know. you were. I was because that I because I um the Roku app like never crashed for me. I never had an issue with the Roku app, and you could watch things um mo- on mobile, like downloaded, mm-hmm. so you didn't use your data. So I really liked that. Um, but in since Verve was not going to be a thing anymore, I just hopped back over to Crunchyroll and then paid the more money to get the downloadable content. Because mm. mm. at the time I was on a phone plan where we had like uh, 12 gigs of data that I was sharing between like four people. Mm. <laughs> um which was wild, was a wild experience. Um, but now it's unlimited, so it doesn't even matter. But mm-hmm. it's still like there are parts, there are parts in my in um, my second drop that like you cannot get service at all. So right. I still use it for that. Sure. But yeah. So I was I was talking with Finn about how for Funimation having merged with Crunchyroll, there's still the Funimation is still up and active. Now that the dust has settled, it's not like Funimation ever went away. Funimation's still there. And there's things on Funimation that didn't make their way onto Crunchyroll. I haven't confirmed this, but Finn was telling me that Hibane Rinmai is still on Funimation, but not on Crunchyroll. And there was was another heavy hitter, too. Maybe Serial Experiments Lane, still on Funimation, not on Crunchyroll. Hmm. Was it always supposed to be this way? Like... I thought the idea was Funimation was like it's not going to be there anymore. Yeah, that was mine. That was my takeaway. I think it's going to be incremental at this point because they have to probably update their servers, I'd imagine, and move things. It's probably not as easy as just cutting the cord. Hmm. 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 I wonder if it has anything to do with the licensing agreement. Yeah, I think that must be an angle too. Hmm. Um, did you guys know that um, Oron High School is has has is going to release a musical version, a live action musical that you can buy on DVD in this huge ass box set? No, no, no that's just a yeah. So that's a thing. Oh, and and Code Kiss is also getting a musical. Oh. Yeah, but they they make musicals of anime in uh, in Japan. That's a whole cottage industry. Like, I don't think anybody outside Japan cares about this stuff. They have a Legend of the Galactic Heroes musical as well. <gasps> really? Uh-huh. Have you watched oh. it? Why not? I, <laughs> it's your favorite yeah, anime. But I don't think the story really gains anything from the format. I mean, hmm. what? Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch the live action musical versions of anything. Period. Period. Yeah. I like to watch fan made 
um, live action stuff on YouTube. Mm. Uh, those are pretty entertaining. A lot of the Naruto fan base has live action uh, adaptations that are hilarious. Um, I'm trying to think yeah. of some other ones. I've seen um I've seen like a live action Dragon Ball Z trailer that somebody made. It was pretty Yeah, cool. people's trailer games are particularly on point. I've seen some really high quality yeah. ones. I feel like the trailers are the new AMVs. Yeah, well what what about that Power Rangers short film that went viral along the way? Ooh, I don't know about oh, this. Oh really? Yeah, really. Oh shit, man. When you say it like that, I'm half, you know, feel like we ought to, I ought to share a screen, pull it up. We can live react to it. You never. Okay. Do you, you guys, no. Jeff and Amelia, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. I don't think I, I don't know if I watched it though. Really? Oh my God. Mm-mm. Have okay. you, Amelia? Oh. Actually, it's kind of long, so maybe we won't. Yeah, do we have to do it right no, now? No, we don't need to do it right now. In fact, we're not going to do it right now. <laughs> okay. But it is, Thank you so yeah, much. but uh, stay on. My butthole tight. Stay on, yeah, stay on after. <laughs> I forgot. I, I thought it was like <laughs> like five minutes. It's actually like 15 minutes. Um, so I, I take it back. But yeah, hang out hang out after we're done recording, and we'll, we'll watch this together real quick, Christella and or Jeff. Because uh, it's, it, it's awesome. Oh, but not me. Well, but not me. I'm not invited. You've already seen it. Oh my god. And or Amelia, you can, you can stay around too. <laughs> I want the invite, not that I'll go. Okay. 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 Yeah. Well, you are invited. Everyone's invited. Okay, <laughs> I thought you were referring, going to refer to that AI generated uh, live action series, or not even a series. It's just like a. Uh, a short. No, I'm I'm talking oh, about the one with Dawson from Dawson's Creek and Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Um. Hmm. Okay. Because someone made a live action short, and then they used AI generator to make it look like an anime. Oh, that's cool. And you know, well, some people think it's not cool <laughs> oh. oh yeah the ai art stuff. yeah yeah well was it was it I, an AI? I like the ai art stuff uh, yeah do you yeah i think it's cool i think um i think uh, art is always about adaptation um and i think that the ai art stuff is really cool <laughs> I was a really big fan of uh, the John Oliver and Cabbage series. I don't know if you have seen anything regarding that, but the AI art series on that is Mm. hilarious. Just typing in random shit to make it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And that's essentially what, you know, if, okay, let's say an artist, the whole argument is that if an artist uh, is going to lose their job because someone can just type, type in, I want uh you know I want this painting to look like this and then it's generated they print it out uh is that art is that real art you know is that taking away from someone who actually has to sit down and and think of a, think of all these ideas and conceptualize them and and you know what I mean it's like a it's it's a it's just like photography like anyone can pick up their phone and take a pretty good photo because yeah. of their you know their lens or whatever like but that but that type of job is uh, under not under fire but uh, if you look at like sports photography or things in the newspaper you could you can see a decline in in the the 
not the quality, but yeah, I guess all overall quality. Artistry. Artistry. Yeah, for sure. And you don't have to spend years honing your craft. You could just do it through an AI generator. I mean, yeah, to me, that sounds problematic. And for someone to just like, let's just make an AI generated anime. It looks like, I don't know. Uh, I think they used. Um, oh wait, I have from, seen the AI generated. You've seen it, and yeah, okay. it looks fucking weird. Mm. It looks weird. I guess it's just it a test at the end of the day. Like yeah. they're they're saying, like, let's let's see what the what the program can do. And yeah, maybe maybe it's there'll there'll be some good out of it. Who knows? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, we just we just. At least in America, we devalue artists so much. It's like, it's, it's, you, you can't help but bring in the whole automation is taking away jobs argument into something like this. I like to think about it, uh, um, about this type of argument though, is uh, if AI creates art, is it real art? That type mm. of argument. I think it's kind of like a, uh, a revitalized version of when Rauschenberg erased that de Kooning painting. Um, that was really controversial. And like he bought this painting, he paid money for this painting from his friend and mm. then he erased it and it became another artwork, but it was not there. And people mm. still talk about this. Uh, it's like, well, is this really art if you just bought this guy's stuff and then erased it? Like, that's fucking weird. But mm -hmm. it's, you know, and then it's all this art theory shit and whatever. It kind of gets away from me, to be honest. And then you get into NFTs. On top <laughs> yeah, of that. Then you get, yeah, NFTs. Hmm. Yeah, they use they use uh, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust as the template to, for the visual style. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Interesting. God, what year was this? 53. People were doing weird shit in art in the 50s. Yeah, this is one of the, uh, the great frauds of capitalism in our, in our lifetimes. That uh, automation is supposed to free us up from our jobs so we can spend more time making culture. But instead automation is going to create our culture so our bosses can you know tell us we have more time to work at our jobs yeah when they when they don't realize is that yes we do have automation that replaces all the work so that we keep getting all the money everybody gets you know Q, uh, ubi ubi goes up yeah i i also think that ubi is the way of the future um not sure if we'll get there in our lifetimes, but it seems like an, an inevitable point in the human species that, yeah, we'll have to get to UBI at some point. Another news, Rumiko Takahashi was knighted by France. Was she what? was knighted. Knighted. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. That's yeah. cool. France going hard on their yeah. anime love, huh? Dude. <laughs> Apparently, put our Friend. put our guy Araki in in the Louvre, and now they've knighted Rumiko Takahashi. <laughs> Damn, man. yeah, Knight of the Order of Arts and Letters. Uh, the only other people who've made it who are Japanese are Leiji Matsumoto, Katsuhiro Tomo, Akira Toriyama, Gonagai. Damn, 
Um, uh, Takeshi Katano um, and Isaiah Takahata. Straight legends. Oh, and Shigeru Miyamoto. I don't know. The new Mario movie just came out. Oh, I have not seen mm. it. Yeah, I shan't be watching that. Oh, he shan't. He shan'ts now. <laughs> Shanting is a thing I do now. <laughs> I'm taking influence from the French. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, in s- similar related news, um, uh, Keiji Nakazawa, who created Barefoot Gen, uh, again, it was was what is the I word uh, when you when you inter- Damn it! He got in something. He got in. The Eisner Comic Awards inducted. Thank you. Yes, that's the I word. Thank you. Oh my god. Uh, so the Will Eisner Comic Awards Hall of Fame will. Um, he's been nominated for that kind of stuff, but I think mm. he's going to be indicted. This was announced at the San Diego Comic Con, so might be uh, a, a less uh, prestigious award, perhaps than. Mm. France than getting knighted. <laughs> I, I think just about everything is uh, not as cool as being, being knighted. <laughs> yeah, I want to be knighted. Shit. Mm. And <laughs> what? I <laughs> 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 made myself laugh. <laughs> I was going to say, and if you join our Patreon, we'll lay you. <laughs> we could. Uh, before we wrap up the show, though, I, I does anyone else watch Gretzko the last season? It's bothering the, the me. Newest, no one's the watched newest it. season. No. I will, I will yeah. at some point. I haven't watched it yet, but okay. I will at some point. We'll come back to yeah. it then. <laughs> I have thoughts. Oh, word. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll watch it well, sooner than later. Then first, I gotta watch the new Trigun. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so we gotta discuss the schedule for that off camera. Spoilers. This is not really a spoiler. <laughs> what am I spoiling? What we're gonna do after we're done recording? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have oh, my breakfast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've discovered a great new pastime. My uh, my landlord, who I've decided oh I like now because he didn't increase my rent like at all, um, he has given me the go ahead to burn all of my recyclables whenever I want to. So now that's I've decided that's going to be my new thing. Where there's a there's a fire pit container, one of them big metal things out out in the backyard of our apartment building. He said I could just light that shit up whenever I wanted to. So this, I've decided that's my new thing this summer. I'm going to just be burning newspaper and cardboard periodically and try to have, I don't know, shitty bonfires. Okay. Not like plastics or <laughs> metals. I'm like, oh, what no, exactly are batteries. you burning over there? This is a yeah, No, I, I have so much uh, recyclable cardboard and newspaper and paper product in general by virtue of wheeling and dealing in records 
So I will certainly be able to just like full on have a big ass. I mean, I was burning this shit for like three hours yesterday. Uh, I was having a grand old time and I was like, you know, next time I should invite some people over and we can just burn shit all night. There's something to be said for that. Yeah. There's, there's some novelty. Yeah. There's some novelty <laughs> to just burning shit. So. Well, if you guys want to burn shit with us on discord, yeah. feel, free to, feel free to join our discord. If you discord. want to burn shit with me, come to Minneapolis. We'll talk about anime. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll make Dan live stream while he's burning stuff. Yeah. It's going to be cool. I would like to live stream something in the near future. An episode for patrons, maybe. Who knows? As an idea. We should do a movie. Yeah, like episode one of Haruhi Suzumiya. The melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. <laughs> Oh, that's not, that uh, the fir- that's first episode is just the uh, the movie that they make later on in the series. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I it's been so long since I watched that show. I don't really remember what the what the big supernatural twist is. You don't remember? Th- don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say oh, it. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember it. No, I don't remember it. <laughs> We'll live stream Dan's reaction to the first slam dunk. Yeah, we better get out of here before Dan spoils anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, if you haven't checked out uh, any of our previous three episodes for this year yet, check them out. Check out the Anime Brothers. We did an episode of Summertime Rendering with them. Um, we also went over the best anime of 2022 with the Strictly series. Mm-hmm. Both tremendous and, podcasts. Yes. And we have new friends that we did um, an episode with last week, uh, which was Shoujo Sunday. So definitely go and check them out. Give them a listen. And if you like Shoujo, they're the, they're the place to be. Mm-hmm. They, they've made experts. me, yeah, um, subject matter experts. Yeah, they've they've made. We're we're gonna watch Chihaya Furu. We're gonna do an episode on Chihaya Furu because Sojo Sunday told us actually Sojo needs more representation. You, yeah, Sojo Sunday, you've been heard. We're gonna represent. We've heard. I'm still yeah. watching Sojo anime over here, no matter how much it hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> it's making me die inside, but I'm gonna keep watching it. <laughs> it's a great sell. <laughs> Um, so if you want to listen to past, present, or future episodes, head on over to our website at otakuhostclub.com. There you'll find links to all of our social media, including our Discord server, where you can chat with us in between episodes. And if you would like to support the show and all the new changes that we've made on our Patreon, patreon.com slash otakuhostclub, um, you'll get tons and tons of bonus content uh, and special shouts out like... Francis, Alex F, Francis M, Earthway, Earthworm, the anime bro, friend of the pod, and Knucklehead. And that's going to be my last shout out until anybody subscribes for $5. So. Mm. Mm. Uh, we could call Earthworm Earthbay. 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 Yeah. Earthbay. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's been one negative change to the Discord. You can no longer watch me play Age of Empires 2. <laughs> 
I know. I liked yeah. keeping tabs on you. <laughs> I, I did beat Doug. I beat Doug in a one-on-one match recently. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, yeah. Doug. 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 Fuck Doug. Yeah, that made nice. me feel good. All that practice. Yeah, well, he, uh, he, he, I, I sniped him, basically. He was, he was going, he sent his whole forces at me to, we were playing a sudden death match where all you got to do is destroy the town center to win. He sent all his forces at me. But while he did this, I sent a huge army of my Shotel warriors to the other side of the map and then approached his uh, city, I guess you could say, approached his city from the opposite angle. Because rather than being like directly, rather than coming at him full, like from the front where all of his defenses were and all of my defenses were, I went, yeah, way off to the side and I, I outflanked him and my guys, yeah, just, just ran in and destroyed his town center instantly. And there was nobody there to, uh, no, none, he had no defenses. There was nobody there to, to stop yeah. me. Whereas he was like Damn. fighting all of my castles and another big ass army of mine. He was like inching his way forward. I mean, I was going to lose, but I got to him before he got to me. So it worked out. Some Borderland yeah. style. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's like some Battle of Kanae handling. Yeah. Some, it was, it was strategy. Tactics, it was strategy. I out That was some Kong Ming strategy right yeah, there. Yeah, it was. It really was. Oh, like, dude, I, I felt good. I felt Kong. proud. <laughs> yeah. Doug was like, I didn't know it was a sudden death game. I was like, yeah, you did, motherfucker. Like, you acknowledged it earlier in the text thread. I screenshotted <laughs> it. And I was like, you here I am telling you it's a sudden death game. And you say, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, one more shout out CT uh, in our Discord. He's got a podcast called Otaku Review. And they recently did Science Gate. As you may know, I watched Science Gate for the first time, had thoughts, and I felt validated mm. in my thoughts mm. about Ooh, it being slow in the beginning. Well, I will definitely not l- want to watch, listen to that. <laughs> okay. I want to listen. Yeah, I, I will definitely. I will no, definitely I might get my heart broken. <laughs> Mostly positive. It's yeah. It's like Otaku in training is the subtitle because they had someone new or newish into uh, who's learning about anime and mm. yeah. There's like five guests, so mm-hmm. yeah, check it out. Shout out! All right, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Yeah, thanks for chilling Bye. with us. Goodbye. Happy Easter.